0: Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Bryant and today's motivational aim targets, handouts, and haters. For those just now tuning in, over the past several podcast episodes, I've touched on tips for higher education students to implement when presenting anybody of work before an audience. And that includes their classmates, professors, peers, or any group of people. Once again, these are just a few tips to help you get through any presentation jitters, but always remember to seek godly wisdom and advice in your prayer time with God and other trusted people who have your best interest in mind to assist you through this developmental process. Today, I want to focus on an element of presentations which comes up, and that is providing handouts to your audience. Not every presentation requires a handout. But if you are able to provide a handout to your classmates, it's not a bad idea if you can afford it. And handouts serve as a beneficial asset, especially when you're introducing information about a complex topic that a lot of people don't know about, they're not familiar with it, or if they've heard about the concept or topic, now they have a guide to use and to make reference to as you deliver important information. So, once again, not every presentation requires a handout. But if you want to add a little flavor to your overall presentation, break them off with a handout. So here are a few tips to consider when providing handouts to your audience. Tip number one, don't go into debt providing handouts. Don't do that. Don't spend money that you don't have to impress people who might not like you or appreciate you and might potentially throw what you give them away. Whatever you provide, you have to be okay with the fact that somebody might leave what you give them on the table or the desk where they're sitting in the classroom, or you just might see your handout that you've just provided to your classmates, your professor, your peers in the trash can on campus. Depending on what you provide and what you're going to do, be okay with the fact that if somebody doesn't appreciate it, I didn't lose anything. When you get in that type of mindset, then you can develop a presentation handout that is attractive, but not where you're breaking the bank, giving pearls to pigs. Just because you appreciate what you've created and it's top notch, that doesn't mean people will value and appreciate what you did for them. So going back to tip number one, just reiterating, don't go into debt providing handouts for people who just might throw them away, who just might disrespect your work and leave it on the desk and let you know, oh, I'm not taking that with me. Don't break the bank. Don't do all that. Now, you have to evaluate your audience and then the environment. If this is for a class presentation, and I'm talking about just some basic core or major class where it's just For the class exclusively do something basic something attractive, something nice, something decent, but something basic and if it's something for a conference or a seminar when you start getting up to graduate school or you have to go speak at some kind of event or outing that's a little different but just ask God for wisdom on what to do, don't do too much tip number two If you consider making a presentation handout think about what it will be what are you trying to achieve does this handout require only one sheet of paper to be used or will I need several sheets of paper and if I need several sheets of paper to create this handout how can I minimize or maximize content so that I will not be passing out textbooks or dissertations to people. So when you're presenting, people are just flipping through pages, making all types of noise, you know, doing all this here while you're presenting. And you're getting thrown off. And some people just flipping through to find errors and just you're giving them too much. So think about what type of handout you're going to provide. Will it be one page? Will it be a couple of pages? What will it be? Tip number three, understand that when you pass out any handout, people will flip through the handout as you're presenting. I know in tip number two, I was real extra when I made all that noise with the paper. But um, when you're presenting and you pass out books or a lot of pieces of paper to your audience, you will hear... And what you just heard was probably five sheets of paper I just turned. But think about 20 or 30 people in the classroom doing that all simultaneously while you're talking. You have to think about that kind of stuff. Is that going to serve as a distraction for you? If it is, give people one piece of paper. And you can pass out those handouts during certain times of your presentation. You can pass them out in the beginning if you're comfortable. Or you can space it out and pass it out in the middle of your presentation. Or if you want to leave them with something to think about, pass it out towards the end. It's all about what you think is best as it relates to your presentation. But understand that when you pass out anything, people are going to look through it. It could get on your nerves if you hear all that. It could be a distraction. And if you want to avoid all that, Consider just providing an attractive handout that is one page. For example, if I'm presenting on the fundamentals of basket weaving, I imagine that I would provide a handout that has a basket, the materials needed for basket weaving, with a picture identifying each necessary tool or some type of key. And as I'm presenting, I could let the audience know if you refer to page some on your handout, you will see this diagram of a basket and tools needed for quality basket weaving. Identifying what is on each page as you navigate through the presentation not only helps you but keeps your audience on target. So they want to keep up with you opposed to you passing something out and then they just flipping through doing their own thing because it it happens. So be mindful of that. Tip number four, focus on how many pages you'll include in the style of the handout. Will this handout be one page? And if so, can I create a tri-fold pamphlet? If this will be two pages, could I create a small booklet? If it will be around four to five pages, go ahead and print out that information. I would suggest or advise you to go to a dollar store, Office Depot, or Walmart, but go get some cheap, cheap, cheap presentation covers you know the ones that had a little plastic cover you insert your pages inside and had a little plastic slip that grips the pages on the side I would go invest in a lot of those and I would pass that out now that is cheap it still has quality and it still looks good if you're passing something out with your information or the presentation to your peers or your audience because all you have to do is have your pages in it in a nice cover sheet stick them in that little plastic cover put that grip on it and bam pass it out people like man you really went all out (laughs) okay if you say so but it still looks attractive now if you don't want to go that route with the presentation covers and you feel like that's a little too pricey Another option is to go get some 5, 10, 15-cent folders, put the pieces of paper inside, clamp them down, make you a nice little cover sheet, pass that out, have all the folders the same color, so you want to try to get something that's just luxury-looking, like black, dark green, dark red. And if they don't have that, get all uniform colors. Don't pass out all these different colors because then people start saying, why I they get green and I got purple? why they get red? People do that. Some people do that. So to take that element out, get all the same color. But whatever you do, make sure what you are passing out doesn't look tacky or trashy because it's still a representation of you. Now, although it's a representation of you, do not break The bank passing out handouts. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm asking you and advising you not to do it because that's not wise. Tip number five, print in black and white. There's nothing wrong with printing your handouts in black and white. If you can't afford color, don't print Your handout's in color. Don't do it. And if you want to provide the professor, the teacher's assistant, and if you can afford a color copy for them, do that. But if you can't afford it, they can get that black and white too. And if you're using a presentation screen or board while presenting and that's in color and you've passed out black and white handouts, they've received color because they can look at the screen. The handouts are just a reference. And don't break the bank. Don't get in this mindset of everything has to match. and this It can match, but if you don't have the money, you don't have the money. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you want to pass out color presentations to your classmates, do it. I'm not telling you that you need to just stick strictly to black and white, but my goal is to help students to... Not break the bank on stuff because at the end of the semester, at the end of their academic career, no one's going to ask, hey, do you have that presentation handout that I gave you three years ago when we were in speech class? Before you graduate, we need that. That stuff has been thrown away because that didn't mean anything to you. So if you want to use color copies or printouts, do that. That's cool. But if you want to do black and white, don't feel that you're less than because you're printing out something in black and white. So if you want to save a couple of dollars and keep a couple of dollars in your pocket, print your handouts in black and white. And if someone, because sometimes this happens while you're in class, you have a couple of people try to say these little fly, catty, petty remarks, and they could see you presenting, and the presentation screen is all in color, and then they receive a handout that's black and white. And if someone in class says this, make sure that the is not saying this. But if somebody in class who's your peer asks you, um, I see that the presentation screen is in color and you gave us handouts and they're in black and white. Why are they in black and white? I mean, why didn't I get mine in color? I'd just tell them it's because you didn't give me money to pay for color copies. And then just press forward with your presentation. You'd be surprised some of the bold, disrespectful statements people say just to distract you. doing well okay tip number six as you develop in your handout creation you have a variety of options and you can print out the exact presentation slides with the note lines to pass out to your audience so they can take notes or you can create a whole different layout with that same key information to pass out to your audience and if you develop a handout like that that's always a good idea because it is a little different And you're only putting those key points in the presentation. And that leads me to tip number seven. The handout that you pass out, remember, it is a reference. It's not a dissertation. It's not a book. It's not a phone book. And aim to not print out your speech or whatever you're going to talk about verbatim. Because if you print out everything that you're saying and what you're going to say and you present that and give that to your audience, then you're giving them too much. Okay, only provide key terms, key points, key thoughts, and a few diagrams, that's it. The more you give people, sometimes they use that as an opportunity to pick you apart, especially if the audience has an opportunity for questions, So you don't want to get caught up giving people too much too soon and then you have issues. So the best policy is out of sight, out of mind. Tip number eight, expect the hater. Even if no one says anything to you out loud, you have some classmates who can't stand you. And they can't stand the fact that you add a little flavor to everything you do. You're a little bit more extra than them. This is not only in an academic setting. This happens at work, happens in families, happens in social circles, organizations, staff meetings, at churches, or anywhere where a group is present. You have some people, some people who can't stand the thought of you passing a handout and they didn't think of it. Or you have some people who get upset because they presented the same day as you did and they think that you've outshined them. And that's not the case. And let me go back to these tips just to throw this in there. When I said to print in black and white, don't get caught up if you just presented or you're presenting another day and you have your content already created. You've already printed out black and white handouts. But somebody in class prints out this just immaculate booklet and they pass it out. It's not your job and you shouldn't feel threatened and you shouldn't feel compelled to... Go break the bank just to impress people. Even if you hear the class and the professor, oh, wow, this is remarkable. This is great. This is magnificent. Think about where that presentation booklet that they just provided, where is that going to be in the next five weeks? In somebody's trash can, unless you need to use that throughout the end of the semester if the teacher is going to create some kind of test questions from it. Outside of that, nobody needs it. So you got to think about that before you just give stuff because that's a presentation. That's not like a keepsake for you. You have no, it's no meaning and no value with that person's immaculate presentation booklet with you and your life. So you have to think about that kind of stuff where you just try to one up somebody. But back to tip number eight, if you have a hater and they get upset because you passed out a sheet of paper, or you did create this immaculate booklet. That's what you wanted to do. This is what you want to do. You didn't break the bank. This is what you want to do. But you'd be surprised how people just upset because you put in some work to do something. Because you're trying to get an A out of the course. So, expect the hater. You can expect the hater even if you don't have a presentation handout. Just the fact that you got up there and you were well dressed and... You know how to talk, and they think that they already have you in a box. They think that you can only do what they think you can do, and you just outshine them. You just climbed out of that box. You stood on that box. You kicked that box to the side. And you let these people know this is what it is, and they couldn't stand that, so expect the hater, okay? People, some people hate over the darndest things, and you listeners know this to be true. And if somebody's hating over a presentation booklet or anything in your life, that's not your problem. That's their issue. And let's say you are passing out a handout. It doesn't have to be intricate either. Somebody could be upset because you provided your classmates in the audience with a piece of paper. And all you did was have a title and you had the pros and cons of probably teaching. And somebody's mad about that. So disregard their hate, move on, get your good grade, and get ready to repeat the cycle for the next class and next semester. Because the next class and the next semester is going to require some type of presentation, and you're going to have a hater. So just get ready. I had a classmate do that to me. I was an undergrad, and this is our major courses now. And he did not like me whatsoever and I was elated that he didn't like me because I didn't like him either. I did not like his actions. I didn't like his ways. I didn't like anything action-wise about him. And he had a real issue with me because I was not conforming to anything that had going on in that department. So you had a couple of people. Not a couple. It was quite a few. Quite a few people didn't like me. And... I did not care. I was okay with that. I didn't want to be liked by them. And this young man at the time had a real issue, and a lot of people cowered down to him because he was considered the quote-unquote teacher's assistant. So when you're in these major courses, that's when you start taking classes with the same people most of the time until it's time to graduate. So you're going to have classes with certain people for the next four years, you're going to see them in these classes all the time. So, he moved up, I don't know how, through the ranks. And he became this teacher's assistant, quote-unquote, that everybody... It got to the point where a lot of students just bowed down to him. And my mindset was, you a student, just like me. I'm no, <laughs> not doing that. No. And I just thought it was absolutely absurd and... It was a mess, and I know the reasons, but it was a complete mess. This one professor in the department put him in a position of authority, and that's why he was known as this quote-unquote teacher's assistant, where he got to the point where he would get before the class and teach, and this is somebody who did not have a degree, who was in the same, he was getting a grade, he was enrolled in the same class as we were, it's not like he took the class and came back and taught. He was enrolled in the classes as we were enrolled, and this boy getting up, teaching, and expecting people to listen to him, clapping his hands, yelling, and cursing people out, and I'm looking like you got all this going on because you're not supposed to be up there, and our peers were literally taking notes and listening to him, and saying, we gotta listen to what he says, and Because they're thinking about the other professor. And I'm like, this is crazy. Does does anybody else see this? Apparently not. And you'd hear them whispering, oh, we can't make him mad. They had this fear. We can't make him mad because he'll tell the professor. And, you know, we'll probably lose our scholarship. And we probably fail. And I didn't give a rat about any of that. Oh, so... Because I would not conform. And it was just not academically related that people were upset about me not conforming to. It was a lot of issues going on in there. And they were upset because, hey, I wasn't doing none of that. I wasn't going to accept any of it. It was wrong. It was just wrong left and right. And they were angry because they couldn't manipulate me. And it was one point in time I called out some stuff. They didn't like it and they were upset and this guy who was the teacher's assistant we were in this we were in a class together and it wasn't the class that the other professor let him primarily teach this was a whole different professor it was a pedagogy course and it was for music theory and ear training so we had to get up and present we had different things to present and we had to talk about how to teach students the elements of music theory and training, but using quality teaching practices while you do it. So I got up, and when it was time for me to present, all I did was pass out what I told y'all, a piece of paper with pros and cons on how to teach and how to speak to students when you're teaching them music. And this boy blurts out something to the effect of, As I'm presenting, Kenitra, you didn't have to pass out anything. You're just showing off. There you go. And before the crass, fly, undeviating adjectives escaped my mouth that were directly aimed at him to complete my targeted carnal purpose, the professor in that class sternly addressed him and called him out, called him by his name and told him something to the effect that you need to leave her alone because she did what I asked her to do. And matter of fact, all of you should have did this, especially you since you want to be this teacher. You shouldn't get upset with her for doing what was required. That's not the issue. But preparing for a presentation moments before class, as you've done, that's a major problem. And then she called his name. Let's not say anything about anything due to your unpreparedness. So she went off on that boy. And I was just in there like, okay, go off. That made him angry. And he was silent because he couldn't challenge her. He had some real respect for that lady. He just rolled his eyes and started bad-mouthing me to people which was nothing new for him to do, but I shared that story to let you know. Expect a hater. I'm not telling you to be anticipate somebody to going off on you and to be in a negative experience, but people are not gonna like what you're doing. So, oh, thank you, Lord, for getting me through that experience with that major, with that department. Y'all do not understand how it was a challenge. Matter of fact, y'all do understand. That's why I tell y'all. When y'all are going through school, it's not always academically related of the issues that you encounter. You're dealing with so much stuff, stuff you're looking like, oh my goodness. And that's what I was dealing with when I was in that department. It was a lot of issues. And it was so bad, I could not stand being in that building I persevered through. I had to ask for forgiveness because there were a lot of times I went off on people using selective choice words. Just, that's what I did. They said something to me, bam, it came back just like that. Then it got to the point where I had to just stay away and not talk. I had to watch my mouth. Yes, I did. And it was so bad that People who knew me, and people I cared about, um, if they were coming to get me from that building, I would tell them to you know pick me up outside. Be there on time, please be on time. Park at the back, because my game plan was once the teacher dismissed class, I would literally take off running to somebody's car, or I'll be running to my own, because I never want to be in that building. And then if I was walking with somebody on campus and they weren't a music major and they were with me and, you know, I knew them, I would tell them, hey, stand outside, don't, don't come in. Because I knew it was a complete mess and I didn't want them to go in there. And if they went in there and somebody said something to me about them or vice versa, then I would say something or they would say something. It was just because it was a mess. These people just had some of these people in this department, some of them, because it was not everybody. But there were some people, it was, a, it, it was a big mess, y'all. It was a big mess. So I called myself just, hey, people who I knew, stay outside. Come get me. Don't come in here. Wait for me. Stay out here. It, it was that bad. But thank you, God for getting me through. And this is encouragement for anybody listening, that even though you have to go through different seasons of life that are not comfortable, remain resilient. Do your best. Perform at your best level. And present at your best level also. In the scripture, I would like to leave you with this Proverbs, the third chapter and the 26th verse, which reads, For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from the snare. We will experience a variety of situations in life where traps are present. Snares are defined as something by which one is entangled, involved in difficulties, or they're impeded. The snares of life can come in the form of situational, relational, educational, professional, financial, social, spiritual, or even environmental issues. But even when traps are set up to get you caught up, remember, believe, and walk in complete assurance that God will be and currently serves as your confidence. And since you confidently trust in God and Jesus, no matter the snares that attempt to trip you up or trap you, There's no need to worry because God has you covered in all areas of your life. Keep up the great work. Work on the things that you need improvement on while you confidently hold your head high, knowing that God is for you, your confidence is in him, and that no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And that includes any weapon, any snare, or attack from a hater. Thank you for tuning in and if you want to connect with me on social media, you can find me at college underscore success tips where you will see encouraging college tips and updates. And feel free to subscribe to this podcast so that I can continuously encourage you in your academic and personal God honoring targeted goals. Peace and God bless.